Hello, everybody. Welcome to Down to Date. Normally, we talk about human connection and uh, having people start relationships, but I have recently been through a breakup, so I felt like it was only fair that we talk about the other side of relationships, which is ending them. Um, I feel like it's really important for me to just like lay out the facts without emotion because I don't want it to be confused. Of course, there's like, she said, he said. Um, but for me, like this episode is really important just to kind of let everybody know like where I am in my life, where Joe and I are with our relationship and just to, um, you know, lay out the facts without like, without like messing it up with yeah, like emotion. showing how supportive you guys exactly are. and we are so supportive of each other um and i have one of my best friends rachel kevin here hello, to talk with hello, me about hello. it um rachel you recently went through a breakup as well yes i did almost a year ago in april and um it was pretty similar where we had been dating for two and a half years and we got a place together and that was a really big step because I had never, like you, I had never gotten a place together. Someone signed a lease together. And then within a month of living in our new place, we got a pet. We got a cat together. And that was a big step. And then he came home one day and said, I don't want to do this anymore. Yes. And it was traumatizing. I was so hurt and I did not want the breakup to happen. And I really tried to you know keep us together we still had to live under the same roof for a month um and it was hard and I Mm -hmm. um I didn't really know what to do like I felt like the only thing I really could do was like let it happen and talk to him each day a little bit more to get my closure and then talk to my girlfriends and cry um but you should never force someone to stay with you exactly you know it has exactly that you both have to want it well the one thing that was interesting is that you and I have do have a lot of parallels with Mm -hmm. how our relationship was and how it ended yeah um the pet being one thing um officially living together having a lease together is another thing and um also just not you know not expecting or not really wanting it to end Mm -hmm. um I feel like you know of course, there's the elephant in the room, and uh, why did Joe and I break up? That's kind of something that a lot of people have been talking about. Did you see it coming? I did not see it coming. Um, I guess every relationship has issues, but I feel like with Joe and I, you know, we were best friends, and everything was fun, mm-hmm. and we were getting a dog together. Mm-hmm. Um, we had just a, got the dog. We had yeah. We also had just moved in together, mm-hmm. so that's a big step. Um, I feel like. I feel like there, with us, there's still a lot of love and respect for mm-hmm. each other. And ultimately what happened was that Joe um, felt like he would have a better living in Chicago. He wanted to go there to work. And he also missed his friends and family. Mm-hmm. And that moving to Chicago wasn't something that I wanted. And but you I, guys had had this conversation prior. Yes. I prior had t- to signing the lease. Exactly. So prior to signing the lease, prior to moving in together, I had told him that I didn't envision a future in Chicago. So I wanted to make sure that he wanted to be in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Um, And he expressed that he did. But, you know, did you talk about a timeline? Did you talk about, okay, we're going to move in, sign this lease and probably be here for more than a year or two? For me, I was thinking, well, we're going we have a year with the lease. Mm -hmm. So that 
is a timeline for me. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, at least have a year. We'll at least be able to kind of figure things out then. And what you do is you start building your life. Yeah. And in no way can I ever be upset with him and have resent towards him changing his mind and choosing to move. Because I understand the stresses of living in somewhere like L.A., away from your family. And for me, that was also a huge reason why I didn't see myself moving from L.A., um, at least at that point in my life, because I... I, I love being around my friends and family. Mm-hmm. I love having that support. I love being in a place where I grew up. Right. And um, Joe didn't have that. You so both would have been losing like a big exactly. part of your heart. We would have both been losing yeah. a huge part of yeah. our heart. And so we both talked about it a lot. Before we went public, we talked a lot about... It was like a few months or at least a month. Yeah. So it was a while before, yeah. um, before New Year's. And so we, with each other, we were saying, look, you know because of where we ultimately want to end up being in our future Mm -hmm. um we can't like move on like together we just can't be together and so it was it was sort of like a mutual thing after he had decided to move to chicago and it was affecting you guys because i a lot of your friends didn't even know that you were having these conversations like you didn't come out with us on new year's yeah and you know i didn't know why and i think the reason why is it's it's pretty intimidating to have a public relationship yeah so I felt like once I said something it could easily spread and then it would make it real and I wasn't ready to make it real yet I was kind of in the phase of well maybe he doesn't want to move back maybe we can figure it out but this decision was like pretty much in his hands yeah I feel like you know if he didn't want to move and said he didn't want to move then um maybe we would still be together you know that's something that I do always think about um but you know, I... Did you ever see yourself even in, like, a couple of years moving to Chicago? No. Um, at least not in my foreseeable future did I ever think that I would ever like move to Chicago. Like, raise a family yes. and do that Like, I didn't thing. foresee myself raising a family or growing old in Chicago. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of different reasons for that, which I won't, like, get into because, you know, I, I, I do want to keep a lot of things still private with Joe and I. Um, but at the end of it, um, before Joe and I went public, we just decided, look, we're... We love each other. We respect each other. Yeah, Yeah, you guys had a lot of healthy boundaries in terms of still staying private. I mean, even as a friend, like knowing Joe, I love Joe, and I love everyone loves Joe. I know, I know, and I, I I was rooting for you guys, and but at the same time, I, I also like want him to be happy. You know, as a friend, and and then for you, of course, you like that's really important to me, and it's just it would not have been fair for you to drop everything like that. Yeah, for me, I. I have built this podcast here. Mm-hmm. I have so much beyond just family yeah. that I have here. And so for this point in my life, I wasn't ready to leave everything that I had built and to have to figure out how that would work in Chicago yeah. or would it work in Chicago? Like would I lose everything that I had built? Yeah. So um, just for me as like a woman, I was just like, I really wanted to make sure that Mm -hmm. I made a choice that was the best for like my passions yeah and my future and And I think he has I'm not going to speak for him I think he sees that and has Mm -hmm. to understand that and I think that's why as sad as the breakup is I feel like from an outside point of view like he understands why of course yeah and I think that was one thing that was incredibly important to us is that we both understood the reasons why as hard as it is and we've literally we cried about it we had so many talks about it and at the end of the day it was sort of like this is what I want and this is what you want and that's okay but as your friend and this is something and you know being in a very similar situation as you 
trying to look now for a partner for the rest of your life because I you know we've had these conversations before where you want to be able to find a partner and a, a teammate who is going to make these decisions with you and be able to plan and think long term and you know not just say this is what I'm doing are you coming because if not I'm still going you know and yeah. that's where it kind of as a friend it frustrated me seeing that you were put in this situation because you've had these conversations prior so it just frustrates me because I know how much you wanted to be with him still mm -hmm. but then you were put in this really hard place where yeah. you had to either lose him or move to Chicago and that's looking for the, a partner that's not the way to go about making these life decisions yeah I think that was something that kind of hurt me initially um but I I honestly don't want to be angry about anything yeah, like he was definitely he wasn't happy he here. wasn't happy yeah. he wasn't happy he and like tried. I didn't, he did try he did try and like the one thing that I love about him is that he put everything into it mm -hmm. and he did try being here he did all of our friends yes game nights all of our game nights all of our holidays yes. went to Disneyland with my family yeah. so he like he put was everything into it so that's what I really do appreciate about him. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, you can't control, like, where you're happy. Yeah. And I wasn't going to be the person to, like, decide that for him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in the same way, he wasn't going to be the person that decided that for me. And I, you know, I say all the time, I see us like a Jerry and Elaine eventually yeah. someday, you know, because we do have so much love and, like, silliness yeah. with each other. And, and you guys still do talk. Oh, yeah, we yeah. still talk, like, almost every day. Yeah. So I feel like because we started out with like a strong friendship mm -hmm. and we started out in like a chaotic environment like on paradise yeah, yeah. and we built that friendship and yeah. um you know we've been through a lot together so you can't just throw everything you've been through together out the window you have to really yeah. um respect like the experiences you've shared and also respect who the persons that you know who they are like mm -hmm. i know joe would never like ever try to put me in like a really bad position yeah. or you know everything that he did was out of love um and so and vice versa like I feel like you know there's no room in my heart to have any resent for that. yeah there's just absolutely no room for that I think the hardest thing and again being able to relate is when you're with someone and then especially going or being in a public relationship that that wasn't ours but like yours is you build this community mm -hmm. and that's what's so hard is building these friends your families get involved there's so much and then you have animals like and I say thank yeah. god I never had children with my ex because that makes it so much more complicated um but that's what's hard is mm -hmm. splitting all those things and having to kind of find yourself again in, well, as an individual being someone that you've been broken up for almost a year now like what advice can you give about how to move on and how mm -hmm. to know when when you're ready um you know and I've been in previous relationships like you before this so I've kind of gone through the the breakup process a few different times and I think the frustrating part is right away everyone comes at you like you just need to be alone you just need to be single you just need to like you know really love yourself and all these things where after my last breakup I even said it to him look like I I'm right now I'm 29 years old I've dated a bunch I moved in with you I loved living with you I love like building a home with someone. I'm totally ready to find mm -hmm. someone else. I'm so open and um, I, I very much love myself. I'm ready to like build that with another person. Um, I have taken the time. Um, you know, it's almost been a year and I've dated, but I'm really, really making sure this person that I commit to or I'm exclusive with 
is the one. I mean, well, you, you never know. Jay was the one. I totally thought he was the one. And we were friends before. We built a friendship. And um, it took us a while to become official. And then I was just, I was in. And so now looking back at that, and I think he had he had never been in a relationship really prior to me. And that always made me nervous. So I think that's something like moving forward, I would like to be with someone with a little bit of experience. Yeah. Um, because communication is everything to me. And like to not have the rug pulled out from under me exactly. again. So I feel like I'm going to be really careful with who I'm and then seeing you go through yours like meeting people from all over I want to make sure like do we both want to be in the same city what is our five-year plan I mean it's kind of funny thing is about having a relationship where you feel like you're going to be engaged to that person because I I thought Joe and I were going yeah to I know we all thought literally you were. be married yeah. like, that was I I never the ring Pinterest the f- boards the f- I like yeah. this is not me like if anyone knows me, I'm not the person that like no. plans my wedding. And I was literally doing that mm-hmm. with Joe. Um, but something weird about ending something with someone that you thought you're going to marry, you almost feel like you have such a better idea of like yes. what you're looking for. And how to communicate that yeah. while dating. Exactly. You, know? you almost take it more seriously. Yeah. You know, you're but like, I'm a little scared. That's why I feel yeah. like I've been a little scared because I take it. I do take it seriously. So I'm like, ugh, you don't also don't want to like jump into the next dating relationship or early stages not the first guy that walks by yeah you, you don't avoid that but you definitely. don't want to say like this is my plan and if yes. you don't fit in then no I know that there has to be some give and take and you have to kind of build that with someone so I'm open it's just I want to find someone open as well and just number one thing is communication yes completely so important I feel like a really important thing too is I was so afraid um to ever tell someone that I was looking like for marriage yes, in a relationship yeah because they were like oh run exactly so now <laughs> yes, now it almost feels like or... that has to be something that I talk about fairly early in a relationship mm-hmm. like I am looking for these things I am looking for a marriage yeah. I, I am like ready to find something serious yeah. and although I went through something that you know I thought was going to be it and it like completely yeah. tore me apart I, I also have to see happiness and hope in the future and um, I can't hold myself back from seeing that happiness for myself. Yeah, because it's hard and you just really have to not take all these opinions and things that are going to be thrown at you because, yeah. you know, you've been through other relationships. You are a very grounded human. You know what I mean? And you do know what you want. So I think just being open and the universe is going to bring you, you know, to the next person and hopefully you can communicate earlier what you know yeah. you both want. That's the thing. I feel like something that's really important for me in a relationship is to cover my bases. And yeah. I definitely tried to do that with Joe. Like I felt like yeah. saying where I see my future mm-hmm. and if there is potential for anywhere else in my future, that's something that's like has to be like a real conversation that you don't avoid. I feel yeah. like that is something you have to bring up everything early on or it has to, it could be potentially something that could end your relationship yeah. and that's but something then that I learned to. a lot if you're supposed to yes. if it's something if you if this conversation that you're avoiding because in your gut you're like oh they don't want to have this or this might push them away then have it I feel like you, maybe Joe and I did avoid that so, conversation yeah. a lot I mean although we definitely talked about it I definitely told him you know where I stood um I felt like in his heart it was something that was like hard to talk about mm-hmm. because I'm the kind of person I am pretty like like straightforward with like what mm-hmm. I want and how I am and I feel like um you know it was a conversation that should have happened earlier than yeah hey like this is what I need to do yeah and are you going to be with me or not with me so 
Well, with so with the breakup, having all the conversations that you have, wh- where are you guys at now? Do you think that there's a chance you guys will get back together in the future? Um, right now, I you know I I don't think so because both of us have had many conversations where it's like this is what I see for my future and this is not something that you see for your future so therefore we can never we can maybe have a friendship but we can never I mean he left it that's yeah. what that's what I think for me I didn't have this with my ex like we're still in the same city you know yeah. but like leaving it makes it more up, solid it makes it very solid yeah. I mean buying that plane ticket that's where I mean yeah. for me like you know signing the lease or breaking the lease that mm-hmm. was very solid. Yeah. So on that note, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what the future holds. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Down to Date. Um, this is a little bit more of a somber episode. We're talking about breakups and how to navigate breakups. Um, but this part, this half of the podcast, I really want to talk about moving forward and how you can find hope in the future. Mm-hmm. So Rachel, you've You've had your relationship has been um, over for a little um, close to a year, close to a year. Yeah. So, I mean, what were like your steps? Like what were the first things you thought of like after a breakup? Yeah. You know, I think just really surrounding myself with my friends and trying just to be social, getting out there and being open to meeting people. I I knew that I was definitely like when I would meet people I would say I'm recently out of a breakup so I'm just open to like make some friends Mm -hmm. and I think that's the best way to make to meet a partner anyways is being a friend first exactly and really for me these past few months going on dates it's been important to make sure the friendship is there and the trust and just building that communication so I feel like that's kind of where I've been at in dating is just taking it slow yeah you know but you've learned a lot about what you want through like being in such a serious relationship yeah do you how do you date differently after the breakup um I think it's being more open and realizing that oh I I am ready to find my person and then feeling confident in telling people that when I'm dating Mm -hmm. you know saying that I'm in a different phase in my life and I'm happy with where I'm at as an individual but I'm totally ready to meet someone to build with so and that can be really awkward to say early on because you know people are like oh you know it's not like I'm trying to say oh I want to be exclusive and be together but I want to build towards that and have this communication and um, I think also the best way is to kind of bring people into your friend group and yes. either your family or whatever kind of throw them in by doing group activities and seeing exactly so and, there's not as much pressure yeah on like are you the one right you know and just make like friendship that's really important yeah I think establishing and something that I really learned a lot from Joe's and my relationship was mm-hmm. that establishing a friendship first mm-hmm. it almost makes you see something in someone that you didn't really realize at first yeah you know yeah. Because you see them as a solid base, a solid foundation without all the physical stuff. I think we talked a little bit about this before where early on in relationships, it tends to feel pr- like pretty physical first. Yeah, first. you initially – it's so interesting that we jump to the physical so quickly. But then to really get in and communicate and figure out what people are thinking, like that can That's be like awkward. That's an afterthought. I know. Which is weird, you know? Why is it more awkward to, to ask these questions – um, before you get physical, whether it's kissing or in anything intimate. Exactly. And so I think it's really taking a step back and be like, no, let me make sure I know what's going on up here 
and yeah. we are able to like have deep conversations before that intimate side I happens. think we can call this mature dating. Yes. <laughs> yeah, mature dating. We are yes. looking at, well, I almost see it Adulting. as you're looking for the one. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's, it's, you And not putting the pressure on it though. Not putting yes. the pressure on like this person because I feel like if someone was coming at me that way, which I've actually had happen where I'm dating and they're like, you could just feel that they're so ready to like put a ring on someone's finger, you know? Which if it's mutual, it, it yeah. works. But at the same time, it's a, it's a balance. It's you, a balance yeah, of letting you, you them know what you're time. ready for. Yeah. Yes. It's a balance of letting them know what you're ready for. Mm -hmm. But then also um, not trying to just like Force jump into, yeah. jump into things really quick. Yeah. Um, I do have to ask. You ended up with Dante. Yes. So Dante so. is my cat. Yes. It was our cat. Um, that was the thing. We both, we got him at six weeks old and, and I bottle fed him. I mean, I'm mom. But my ex, like, he was very attached to the cat. So, but we always knew the cat was just a tad more attached to me. And that's why, and that's why the I same. had pistachio. Yeah, you because kept the dog. pistachio was very much attached to me as it's well. It's hard. That's a hard, yeah, yeah just same, the same as you. It was a, one of those things where um, it was sad to kind of make the split. I know that yeah. he still really misses the cat. And actually, he actually watched the cat over Christmas break. Yeah. You and know, so we're in communication. It's not mm -hmm. like we're on bad terms, but definitely moving on from that it's just there's still support there and yeah. we got that animal together and that's what's important I feel like Joe's been really great with that as well I mean I did keep pistachio it's one of those things where it's like I never anticipated being a single dog mama <laughs> but I would never take it back yeah. for anything it, it helped it, I, like Dante helped me through the breakup I mean he yes. would sleep on my night my he would sleep on my chest every night and I would like cry I was so sad but he just would yeah. be there for me he saw he felt that I was there's something about having a, like emotional support yeah. animal like after going through a breakup that really really helps the timing yeah it is the great. timing was perfect yeah. like pistachio he sleeps with me every night too Aww. and he'll sit on my pillow he'll literally have his little head on my Aww. pillow and I wake up in the morning and he's just like, like mom, mom. and he's just like it breaks my yeah. heart because I love him so much I like know. so as unfortunate yeah. as it is because I feel the same way when we got when the breakup was happening I was like crap like I'm just now I have yeah. this cat and I'm what if what what am I gonna do exactly. where am I gonna move with this animal like I was anticipating having two people watching this yes you know this pet and so now yeah. it's one person having to balance like life and like traveling and work and like all this but stuff it's but that really helps it does for help the yeah. yeah I've brought pistachio into the podcast yeah. to you I didn't bring him this time because he is a little bit of a distraction yeah <laughs> and this is a little bit more serious yes exactly yeah. but um yeah, I mean, Joe, I'll FaceTime him sometimes and he'll mm -hmm. see Pistachio. So, like, there's still, I mean, I think that was hard for Joe, too, is, like, leaving Pistachio. Yeah. Like, the last, and it was funny because Joe and I were actually kind of living together, like, after we broke up for a little bit before he mm -hmm. moved back to Chicago. And uh, Pist Pistachio was kind of, like, <laughs> I don't want to say a cock block, <laughs> but whenever Joe and I, like, tried to, like, hug or, like, He'd be, be like, physical in any way, Pistachio would be, like, you hurt my mom. Right in the middle. He'd, like, squeeze right in the middle. Yeah. So it almost, like, took away, like, a step. Interesting. Like, in a way that it kind of helped. He's, like, emotional support dog, but also, like, a physical support dog. He was just, like, you've made a decision, mom, yeah. and we're going to, like, and he's, know, like, I got so. your back. Yeah, so yeah. it was it was so funny to see that. He's also just very protective in general mm -hmm. of a dog. But, um... Yeah, I will say that like having a pet, like it does help. It helps, yeah, tremendously. Yeah, and it still helps, you know. Same, just being like, I just want to go home. I'll be out having drinks with friends, or 
on a date and I'm like, I'm just ready to get back to my kid. Yeah. <laughs> He's waiting for That's me. How I, I feel need, too. I need to I'm go Dante. Uh, well, how, where are you now? I want to know, like after going through the breakup, after everything, you know, almost a year later, like where are you now with your life? I'm doing so well. I've really been able to focus on my career and what I want and just feeling emotionally stable. Mm-hmm. And I've dated a little bit here and there and have a pretty strong idea of what I want and how to go about it at least like communicating yeah with you know dates um so I feel I feel really happy with as as much as like it was really hard to go through it during the time I'm so glad you know he told me when he made the decision um which was really hard for him but he said I think that there is someone else out there that is going to love you the way you deserve to be loved and yeah. I was, it was like, I wanted it to be him. I it's was like, like a heartbreaking can't thing you, to hear. Why can't you but love it's also me the way? really sweet to say. Yeah. And he was just like, I, I just know. And, um, so I'm kind of sticking to that and I see it more and more and more that, yeah, there was things in that relationship that were lacking and I wasn't fully, fully happy. And mm-hmm. looking back, I know that there's someone better else out there for me. So it's interesting that once the breakup is like official. Um, you do start to notice things like, well, maybe this is something that I would like. Yeah. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe I can see myself with someone yeah. else because that's this thing didn't work. Yeah. So and when you're in it, it's so yeah. hard. You love them so much. You're willing to sacrifice. Yeah. So I think stepping out of it, there was a lot of things I was like, oh, I'm really I was sacrificing these things or future wise, like with mm-hmm. kids. And, you know, now I think I mean, I don't see myself having kids for another like four years or so. Um, so it's like that's still in the distant future, but I'm like, no, I, it's really important to kind of make sure that this person I'm with, we're on the same plane in terms of like how we want to raise children. Yeah, you know, move, and travel, that's important. everything. Like that's a huge thing for me as well. How okay? I'm curious with you dating and you, you know, because you have been dating. Like how. How do you maintain, like, a respectful friendship with someone that was your ex while you are still mm. dating? Because um, that's something that, you know, is going yeah. to be, like, something that I have to think about. I think right away when we were going through the breakup, because we still lived together for a month, so I had these conversations with him. And I was actually pretty emotional and I was a mess. But I have always kind of considered myself a relationship person. So I said to him, I was like, look, I am – you have to think, realize you're making this decision for us. You don't want to do this anymore. So I have to accept it, but I'm going to then start dating. I don't know how soon. And, you know, and he was like, I hope you take your time, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you can't tell me what to do. Like I'm, yeah. you know, but it's your I, timeline. yeah, it's just really being open. I'm just ready. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I feel like I'm just ready. And, and like with him, I have told him that I'm going to be dating and it's he, a transparency. Yeah. Just being open. Like right away I was open. I was going to, I'm going to start dating and, um, I haven't been put in a situation yet where I felt like I've needed to say anything to him, but we're friends. And um, I think if there was someone that I'm really starting to move forward with, I think I would probably let him know. I wouldn't, he's not the first person I'd call up and let know, but you know, you, you know, out of respect to the person that you're talking to as well, you want to say, Hey, look, like this person, we talk every now and then at least a exactly phone call. to be open about like, this yeah. is someone that's my, that is my ex. Yeah. And I mean, do you think it's appropriate to continue talking to your ex after you like are in a new relationship? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think like I wouldn't, if I'm in a relationship and exclusive and committed to someone, I'm not going to have my ex watch the cat. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there. That's fair. I just yeah. I think that that's something. I think there's other people that would watch the cat for me. Exactly. You know. <laughs> I guess like for me, I see it as. It, it's difficult. Are you going to talk to Joe about it? Are you going to say, hey? Yeah, I mean, Joe is someone that, like, I really respect. And, you know, I do, like, love him. And I'll always love him. And I, and, like, in my mind, I'm thinking, like, of course I'd want to always maintain a relationship with him. But what about know? if he started dating? Like, how would you hope that he would, turning it, how would you want him to tell you? I guess it would be difficult. Like, for me, I see it as if the person you're dating like understands and you respect that mm -hmm. person first because I feel like mm -hmm. you have to you have to like the person you're dating you have to give them priority you know you can't give your ex a priority and yeah. you have to say do you feel comfortable yeah. with this yeah, yeah and if that's a no then you know that could be a conversation that you can have with them to maybe try to make them feel more comfortable right or right. you might have to just let it go yeah because yeah if, if you're dating someone and they're like look I'd rather just really not have this person involved exactly. which probably is what will happen yeah you know, then then you have that conversation with your ex and say, hey, this is I'm moving forward. I'm really happy. Mm -hmm. um, I still always will have love for you, but I'm going to move. I'm going to turn the page, go to exactly. a new chapter in my life. And I'm just wishing you the yeah. best. And I expect that for someone that Joe dates as well. Yeah. You know, like I, I don't anticipate like being in his life constantly calling, like no, texting like, forever. Yeah. Like that can't happen. No. Um, but I do see like, you know, a respectful future. And I, I right now we're in a really good place. I think mm -hmm. we made sure we are really in a good place before we went public. And, um, I think we're there for each other. Like I respect the hell out of him mm -hmm. and, um, all of his decisions that he's made. Um, I'm, you know, I, I want him to like, I want his success. Yeah. I want his happiness and I want nothing else but that. And I know that he wants the same for yeah. me. So yeah. I do have to ask you, are you single? Yes, I'm... You are single. I'm single. Well, <laughs> getting back to what this podcast is actually about, um, down to date, are you down to come to the podcast studio and actually like, go on a date? Yes, I am. Yeah. And, and, you know, I know you asked me earlier... I think earlier. I have someone for you. And oh. I'm like, this person... I just have a good feeling. Like, I have a good feeling... You know, I trust you. Yeah. I mean, we've known each other since we were in college yeah. and she asked me to come on the show in like the summer when it first started, but I had just gone through the breakup yes. and I was not. I was not ready. So. And so I think now you're like yeah. in a good place. Like mm -hmm. I can see that there's like so much that you've built like within yourself. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, Rachel, are you down to date? I am down to date. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's make it happen. Yay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Rachel, for coming on the podcast and being vulnerable. I know this is very much like a vulnerable episode for both of us, but yeah. I think it was important just to kind of like lay out the facts and, um, you know, just matter of factly, like what it is, like sometimes people don't work out and it's OK. And there is 100 percent like hope and happiness um, in the future, even though things like don't go the way you expected them to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. Make sure you guys rate, review, and subscribe. And I'll see you guys on Down to Date next week.